Welcome back to Division One Rejects. This is episode 111. Tonight, fellas, all kinds of stuff to cover. But first, had a pretty big announcement on the socials earlier today. Division One Rejects sponsored athletes have been around for quite a bit. We've been uh, announcing these guys just one at a time on our socials. Uh, follow us on the socials at Division One Rejects on Instagram at D1 underscore Rejects on Twitter, where we just hit 2,000. 2,000 followers. Yes, Thank you very much. Um, but as far as our D1R athletes are concerned, just got the plaques for the studio shipped in today. And uh, in post, when I'm editing this, the overlay, boom, right now. Take a look at all of our Division One Rejects athletes on the wall in the studio. They look fantastic. Really good. Yeah, they look awesome. Really pumped about how these turned out. And uh, as you can see, We've got a little bit more space on the wall, so continue to get those applications in. I'm going to certainly try and do a better job of being up-to-date on them because, admittedly, I am not at this point. We've got over 150 applications. That's unreal, dude. That's crazy. I, I mean, when we, when we you know talked about this a long time ago, we wouldn't have... I mean, we obviously wanted that many. You yeah, know, those, but those, it was like, like a maybe. Yeah, and then, like, it first kicked off, we got a lot, and then, like, over the over time, I feel like it just, like, just... It's in waves. Piled it's been coming in spurts. Yeah. So continue to get those in. We've got room to add to the wall. Definitely we'll be taking on more athletes as we get I mean, closer and closer to the fall season. Got a lot of wall there. There's a lot of wall. You know? Uh, and those look real good. And so, you know, really you know the other thing is we've got we ain't hard to find. <laughs> we've got uh, some great content today, though, as far as the actual episode is concerned. No guests joining us tonight, but uh, a ton of shit to talk about. Oh, yeah. The first oh, yeah. thing's first. The top 10 mascots in Division Two football. Let's go. Episode got delayed. Had some personal things had to take care of. We're back. Either way, we've breaking down, and we have finally ranked the top 10 mascots in D2 football. Trevor, it's a good list. It's, it's a great list, some might say. <laughs> so who would say that? You would me, say that. I would say that. <laughs> As I would in think me. all three of us would say that. Yeah, I would agree. We, we, I had agree. A, we had a good time looking at all those. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Might Just scrolling through it. conferences and shit, looking for, you know, yes. mascots, names. Absolutely. So we've got the top 10 mascots in D2 football. Staying on the topic of D2, Minnesota State, Mankato, the Mavericks, I believe. We're going to take a yep. breakdown, a deep dive, analysis, whatever type of word you want to talk about. We're talking all about the Mavericks today in our small school team feature segment of the episode. We've got a good bit of NFL talk, reacting to some new alternate team uniforms. The Browns dropped those white Alternate helmets, the Bucks have those retro looks, and now the Vikings are coming out with that throwback uh, purple uniform with some pretty nice details on and there. And the Seahawks are on the way. Seahawks are up next, Tomorrow. supposedly. Yes. Tomorrow morning. So they officially announced We it. will not cover those um, on this episode. Yeah, but, but otherwise, NFL running back market is in shambles. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous right now. We're going to comment on it a little bit later. Uh, finally, the Jaguars have a new $120 million HQ. Mm. Woo! On that uh, running back market, I actually have an interesting graphic I could, uh, you know, share with the audience. Go, ahead, saw. go ahead and get her ready for I'm later. A, I'm a huge, you know, ready. I'm a big, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm a Twitter guru. I got, I got, <laughs> sticky, really I got sticky fingers on Twitter, dude. And I recently got copyrighted. We can talk about that too. I recently got copyrighted on Twitter. They don't want to see you succeed. I mean, they literally took the words out of my mouth. Like, I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I sent you the video, but. Well, maybe not. I don't want to get copyrighted. Well, I'll show you after, yeah. I've actually beaten like four copyright claims on D1 Rejects YouTube. So. You beat the case? I beat the case two times. But finally, we've got our newest segment of the week, that being Football Guy of the Week, where we find our most Football Guy-esque videos on the internet, that being whatever it is that embodies a Football Guy. We're kind of still working on the definition, but 
Later on, we'll check out a few of those, our three picks uh, from this week. But as always, you can watch this episode on YouTube. If you are watching, fast forward to any part of that conversation, any of those topics. Use the timestamps on the bottom there, that little red bar. It is useful. Don't forget uh, about those. You can listen pretty much anywhere, though. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Already gave the the socials plug. Check out the merchandise, the link in the bio. Yep. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on, fellas. But first things first. Let's start with the top 10 mascots in Division II football, and I think it's only right if we start at number 10. Number one would be too anticlimactic, I think yeah, you would say. Yeah. I mean, so, they don't start the first pick in the draft lottery. You know? They certainly do not. At number 10, Division II football mascots, we have Porky from Texas A&M University, Kingsville. This is Porky, fellas, and he is a javelina for those who, I mean, <laughs> not you a might pig. not be familiar. Not a pig. Not a, a, pig, not a, not pig. a hog. Yes, so if uh, you know our listeners remember, we had Coach Bish on. He is the defensive coordinator down at uh, TAMUK. Tom Wook is kind of how they go on the socials. Um, told us all about the javelinas. They're basically these wild boar-type creatures that are basically everywhere. He said they have one stuffed in the office, which is awesome. Uh, but I've never Porky, heard of a javelina. Exactly. It's like they're like all over like out west. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jack Spally's from Arizona. He says like you'll just see him walking around. Like, like are they big? They don't get huge, but like like dog esque. Like, yeah, like a like a medium to large yeah. dog. Like that, right there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's your like average porky. size javelina. And right I think there. Yeah. part of why he made this list is he's unique, right? Also, Definitely. cool little like just cool costume yeah. in general. Yeah, sure. I will say uh, a note too: we're not doing live mascots in this. Someone had talked about like West Texas A and M as live buffalo. Like this is strictly mascots, like costumes. So we yep. should get yeah. that out of the way. Maybe first. in the future we could do live mascots. That's as not well. a bad idea. But like, think about it; they're really all like. Yeah, I mean, all the, they're okay. A wild sheep, and they're the herd. Okay, they're like, and the cow for the for the cows. You know, like, it's not that unique, right? Who has like, the cow mascot? Am I missing out on somebody? I don't know. Like, just I'm just saying, <laughs> we can still do that. Yeah, we, can, we can do it for sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, but Porky, um, I will have. I got one video that I wanted to pull up here, and it actually kind of a, an interesting story that that goes along with this one. You can see here, Kevin Hernandez, this uh, student's name. He had a a brittle bone disease and Porky had come out to support him here and kind of just a, a neat little I got the, the audio there but he came, comes out to support Kevin here who has this uh, brittle bones disease a senior at George West High School wants to be a football coach so they get in connection uh, with the university and come out and it was just uh, a really cool event so getting accepted to to go to school and, oh, and be a javelina. They set up this whole thing for him. So That's really cool. Shout out to Porky. Shout out to the gang. This is pretty special. Obviously, it meant a lot to him to be there. Look at that number right there. $15,000 in scholarship funds awesome. for the next four years to help him uh, get through school. Let's and go, I mean, Porky. What a guy. That's so sweet, dude. Obviously, filmed you know during COVID. It's a little bit of an older video and saw the masks and things. But um, COVID or not. Good guy Porky yep. strikes again. Uh, absolutely, absolutely love to see that, fellas. I but feel like I feel like after every one of these um, little write-ups, you should get the little applause thing. You know, a little applause. Uh, um, yeah, we could. I mean, that one probably deserves a little right, applause. Good right. guy Porky. No, we can get our own applause. I'm not talking about our own. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying like the little thing. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, but we can move on. Number nine from Upper Iowa, the Peacocks, fellas. This is a fit. <laughs> Let's go. This is Pete the Peacock from Upper Iowa. And, boys, I mean, Pete's got a little bit of swagger to him. He do. He absolutely do. He's fitted up in this pick. I mean, the shoes are a big part of it, too. The actual mascot head is obviously the most important piece, I think, of any costume. As we'll see, yeah. we get to keep going through this list. But you can't neglect the rest of the fit. 
Though I will say the feathers in the back, you could be a little bit larger for a peacock. Yeah. But the kicks on this guy are outstanding. I mean, he got the stance and everything. He, she, I don't know what, you know. It's Pete, so I think Pete. we can okay, assume. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. We can assume. We're not going to get canceled. <laughs> but a good a good look at uh, at Pete right there, and I've got um, a clip that we can we can pull up as well. But this clip, Pete. I actually think we do need the audio for this one, dude? fellas. So Good guy, Pete. This, I mean, hey, all these guys are are good guys. Um, we do need the audio for this next clip, though. So give me just a second to to pull this up. You guys will remember this probably from that viral TikTok video. And excuse me for forgetting the guy's name who started this with the cranberry juice. But as soon as you hear the song, you're gonna know exactly what's going on. Maybe it's muted. Here we are. Now there you go again. You say you want your Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, and as, as I'm going through these YouTube accounts for all of these different uh, universities and things, uh, the one thing I realize is that so many of them are so underutilized and that I'm just so happy to see videos like this, which actually, if we check this video, guys, you can see how many views we have on that, Cade. Go ahead and can you read that. It says 38. Yeah, that's Come on. unreal. 38 views is better than that. Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> If you're watching this and you just saw that, please go run up a like. I mean, on they, Pete's they video. probably thought that shit was the funniest thing to t- ever touch planet Earth. And they got I did. I and it got, I'm saying at the time too. What time is? What time when they post it? Two years ago. Okay, yeah. So it was 36 before today. I just watched it earlier today, and I watched it now on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, hundreds, hundreds of people will be watching it now. It'll get a little more I hope so. Because yeah. please go uh, flood and help and help support Pete and the uh, the peacocks sure. over there at Upper Iowa. That is awesome. But moving on, we can go to number eight, fellas. That being the man himself, Mo from Central Missouri, the Mules, the mule. and Mo <laughs> is a cool-looking dude, yeah. boys. He looks like a dude from uh, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, like one of the mascots from Chuck E. Cheese. From Chuck E. Cheese, like when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and all the stuffed animals or the big. Uh... Is that a dig at, at Mo? No, he's got Mo's a long like... ass nose and big ass ears. Like <laughs> you wouldn't think, like a mule would be a cool exactly like, right? mascot, but it's definitely different. Mo is just sweet. Uh, he's Mo dope. is Mo is he's really goofy. dope. He I is. think Mo could strap up at the nose tackle. Look, look like, dude. <laughs> he's pretty put together. Now, I wonder if the sh- like there are actually shoulder pads incorporated into this costume. It this looks like be. he's got something on under there. Yeah. He's I'd, wearing shoulder either pads. Either that or the dude, the man or woman that is inside of Mo there, play, like playing Mo or is Mo, is just put together. That's Maybe a saying. little bit of both. Like D-tackle, bro. A little bit of both. <laughs> uh, but Mo is, uh, Mo is definitely a character. We've got... Um, I like to bring up the the videos at least a little bit for each of these guys because that's a, a way better way to see them rather than just uh, pictures. This is the first day of one of their new presidents at Central Missouri, and they, I believe here, surprise her with a visit. Oh, no, it's, excuse me, different video, but this is the first day of the president. And he's hiding. <laughs> How to run a college. <laughs> Wait, look at, look at Mo in the varsity jacket. Be pretty clean. Again, a little bit of an older YouTube video. We'll we'll cut the acting some slack. Not exactly the best, but I love it. That's casual, Mo. 
<laughs> Casual Mo on campus. That's just another guy. You just walk past them. That's just one of the boys on campus. So they call the girls Jennies. I they mod, I mules don't know. and Jennies. I, I don't wonder know if about like that, a mule, honest. a female mule is it? Uh, Jennifer. A d- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. But this next one, guys, um, I am realizing this picture might actually be pretty low resolution. Okay, we see it fine. We're pretty good. This is Dusty. And this one I'm I'm actually really excited about. When Trevor discovered Dusty here from Texas A&M International, the Dust Devils. When he discovered Dusty, I was pretty pumped. Take a look at this guy. Yeah, he's badass. He is really sick. And we talk about a lot of the things that separate these mascots is like what makes them unique. Mm -hmm. A Dust Devil? First of, First of all, all, it's just fantastic. What What is really a dust devil? Obviously what Dusty is, but <laughs> I've never heard of a dust devil, really. Well, I think what's cool about that is you have creative freedom, right? Because yeah. you could, like, yeah. you get to decide almost? Yeah. I mean, they just ran with their, I mean, it's it's, uh, so you said it's Texas A&M International, you said? Yeah. Yes. So they kind of give, like, the cowboy look with, like, you know, the boots and... Yep, the uh, hat is definitely... But they, they, they don't give him... He's not, like a per, like, a real, you know, human. He's kind of like a creature, you know, he doesn't, yeah. look, he doesn't look up unless I'm seeing the color wrong. It looks, no, he's, you know what I mean? he, he is looks, great. He's great. Okay, like he's yeah. not, it's not a desaturated skin so like, tone. That's, a, yeah. that's pretty cool. Pretty unique. Yeah, for sure. I love it. No, and that's, like I said, part of what makes all of these guys uh, picks for our top 10 list is that they are unique and they are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably the best and only video I could find of Dusty on the internet. I do my best, <laughs> fellas, but there's just not a lot to go off of with some of these guys. You only got the head on? Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to figure out what's going on in here. I mean, but the head itself is so sick, dude. His expression and everything. Um, Texas A&M International. Can we get some more dusty content on yeah, YouTube, definitely. please? I'm not. I don't even really know what the point of this video is. But I think should... I'm taking Dusty to beat. I mean, a lot of ass, like a lot of these mascots' ass. You know, what I mean, he's oh, you're talking in a fight. You're yeah, talking yeah, one on one fight. Yeah. Like Dusty is walking out of the the black, the dark alley. Yeah, I mean, he's just a these guys. mean mugging, teeth screwed up, looking. I don't even know cowboy hat. Like, I'm sorry, Pete is not beating a Dust Devil. Pete the Peacock is yeah, going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, by <laughs> the Dust Devil by Dusty. Dusty versus Pete, bro. Uh, that's, I think that would do better numbers than, uh, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, we can move it on fellas. Number six, very close to that top five spot boys. Number six is Zeke from Tusculum, the Tusculum pioneers. Zeke is a dog. First of all, absolute awesome picture of Zeke. That's definitely his good side. It's like a Russian, like, (laughs) but I will say what's, what's cool about this is like, we talked about Prison things guard. being unique, and obviously there's a lot of like people mascots in college football, and you know you could say like all these other creatures that we have on this list to make them very unique. But like, just I don't know what it was about. Maybe you can speak on a little more, Trevor, about this guy. I but thought it was we really liked him. I've seen like other like pioneer type mascots, yeah. and it's always like a physical person. I've never seen something like just something about him, and I feel like his head is like just giant compared to the rest <laughs> of the body. I think it just looks hilarious. This his is so is definitely his head right? and, his, and his shoes, dude. Look how big his shoes are, bro. Dude, it's almost like those. What were those big ass the ugly the Kanye, red boots? The Kanye ones. Yeah, yeah. It almost looks like. I mean, obviously, this is this is before those came out, yeah. but it almost looks like he took a pair of those. And bro, he got like black. three different looks going. He got like a like a. He's going to church with the with the vest. He's got the rain boots on the the winter hat. He's a pioneer. A gun. He's on the Oregon like, Trail, dude. Yeah, he he man he he gonna get to it. Seeks a he dog. Could, he could get to it. 
He got one in the I chamber. Mean, he, got so a gun. he got one in that's the chamber. Thing. Yeah. So he. I mean. I mean, that's a different conversation. We ain't talking about what, who would win in a fight, right? But some of these ones in the top three, they can hold their own in the fight. Oh, You're gonna yeah. find out. Marksman, though. I mean, I'd like to have Zeke on my team. <laughs> it's like American Sniper. <laughs> okay, I don't know about, I don't know about, about that. that. But, but hey, shout out to Zeke um, again. No, like real video content um, from Tusklam and those guys. So we gotta get we gotta get more um, mascot content. But fellas, top five. Here we go. Top Number five. five. That is Vic, the Elizabeth City State Vikings. Holy shit! And this He's guy so sweet. certainly yeah. earned his spot in the top five. There he is. Check it out. And, I mean, right away, like I said earlier, the mascot game, as far as that is concerned, the headpiece is probably the most important piece. This might be one of the... They nailed it. Probably was one of the best ones on our list. It's like a oh, Greek 100%. god, almost. Like a Thanos look. <laughs> but, like, it's not, it's not it's as so, jacked. It's so unique. Like, there's so many Viking mascots. But yeah, like, very but true. With the cloak that, it's and like, the crown. It looks like a stone the Viking, Viking, almost. Like, yeah. So, we were talking about that yeah. as a, to potentially why that is. And Elizabeth City State is an HBCU, so a historically black um, college or university. And, again, Trevor and I just speculating that, hey, maybe at an HBCU, Vikings are predominantly white. I don't know if there actually were any black Vikings. Probably not. I wasn't there to live it. They were from, like, Norway and whatever, Scandinavia. Yep. That's where they're predominantly from. So, I mean, again, just... Just theoreticals, probably not a good idea to have a white Viking be the mascot of an HBCU. Just thinking a little bit practically here. But in a situation Regardless, like that, it forces you to be creative, and, and they knocked amazing. it out of the park. Looks yeah, amazing. And, I mean, the there's armor, some other the, pictures of him, too. Yeah. There's some good ones of him coming out of the tunnel with the sword. I kind of only picked one for each, but he's got a sword that he usually has with him. That armor that he has, almost like he could just walk into 300, the movie, oh, yeah. and just get at it with the yeah. Persians in them. Sparta! He looks like one of those. Elizabeth City State. It doesn't really have the same no, ring to it. It's too many syllables. But definitely hats off to uh, hats off to the man Vic. <laughs> Pretty th- they just took they just shortened it. I mean, <laughs> it works. Vic the Viking is dope. I mean, there's not much okay. not much you got to do there. It's like Dusty the Dust Devil. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, I mean, you can find about all of these. Yeah. This one though, number four spot. A little bit of a change in name. That being Scorch from Minnesota State. Morehead. Scorch. <laughs> Scorch is a badass mascot. Look at this guy. They're the dragons. Scorch, I mean, it just makes sense. He's awesome. He's like a he's like a uh he's growing up dragon. He doesn't he's not like the full grown evolu- like evolution, but he's, he's he a, definitely a teenage he's dragon. Like he's an mature, adolescent yeah, yeah, dragon. For sure. Like he's like that just makes him cool though. Like yeah. he looks dope. It's like a fine line between like a little baby dragon, like nice and cute, and then like the fully grown dragon that's like mean and right. intimidating. This guy's like, he can mess you up, but he's like approachable. Like if you see him on campus, yeah. you give him a little high five. He's got a on smile, campus. but he's got yeah. sharp teeth. You know, yeah. he's got four fingers and he's got don't claws. Cro- don't cross Scorch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. But he can be your friend if you're on his side. <laughs> In the football get up too. So I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. like that's a big big bonus. Um, again, he's on the roster, I think. <laughs> number what is that? Six? Is that sixty-seven? I believe so. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, but I mean, again. Dragon, I guess you don't see many dragon mascots. No. I mean, Cade, we had a dragon mascot in high school. Yep, shout out LO, like going dragons. Shout out. Our, our mascot's pretty sick too, honestly. Who? The, the dragon. Oh, you're talking about our high school. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, good mascot. Um, Here's here's a quick clip. This is the one I was thinking of earlier when they surprised the uh, president. Here's Scorch. Oh, there's a tail too. Yeah, there's a whole fit, which is pretty cool. Like, it's a nice whole <laughs> He's fit. so funny. He just moves like a, like a kind of like a cartoon, like he's animated. Mm-hmm. Like he's like kind of hand animated. Kinda. 
Clifford the Friendly Dragon. <laughs> Scorch the Friendly Dragon. Look at this. <laughs> Come on in. Look at how friendly he is. Yeah, see? And then he turns around, he's got all his teeth. He bites oh. her. <laughs> Look at him just nodding. So there's a better view, though, of the whole fit. Kind he of really right does, there, right? Like, he does look like straight out of a cartoon, though. Yeah, he, he does. does. What's, what's the one with the little green, like, that little, like, dinosaur? Like, he belongs, like, right in that show. You know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, it's like a friendly little, like, dinosaur cartoon show. Ah, I'm blanking. But he could, he could literally, you could drop him. Not up to date on no. my cartoon. You could drag and drop him into any, like, Disney XD original, yeah, and he'd probably sure. oh, yeah, fit yeah, right would. in. I love that. Shout out to Scorch. Definitely uh, worthy of the four spot on our list today, fellas. But now, it's time for top three. Top, top three. three. This is where it gets High, tough. Highly debated top three. Highly debated. This was a large point of contention for us. And there were some late switches. There was. Very some late. late move arounds here. Very we late. got some infi- inside information late, so <laughs> the mock draft switched up a little bit. But. but with that being said, number three on the top ten mascots in Division Two, it's Argy the Argonaut. West Florida. I mean, he's just knew, so badass. You knew that's so you sick. Absolutely knew he had to be on this list. You take a look here. He has. When you talk about a full fit of a mascot, this is. I'd put it against anyone. It's absolutely fantastic. You got the props too, the sword and the shield. You can't don't have a great view at the frontal side of the shield there. We'll take a look at a video here in a second. But the headpiece itself, so badass. So the actual fit. He's got the Jesus Elevens on. <laughs> Even the like kind of the branding on his wristband yeah, right dope. here, that's a kind of a texture they use at West Florida and a lot of their branded materials. Dude. I mean, like, I guess the best uh what's it called? Comparison would be like a Spartan. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like that's a Sparta ass mascot. Or yeah. like a gladiator. Yeah. Thing. Totally. Yeah. Definitely yeah. like a Spartan. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> most, most definitely. But Argy also. Again, Argy's like Argy's like kind of like a nice name. Like you would invite him over for or dinner. Argy. No, not the pirates. Not a pirate. <laughs> not a pirate. That'd be it's sick though if they, if they were the pirate. Like that'd be kind of <laughs> sick. Yeah, maybe. You know what, West Florida? If you need a rebrand, we could uh, we could certainly help the West you out. Florida, West Florida Pirates. Yeah, that sounds dumb. That sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick with the Argonauts. Good job, guys. <laughs> Here is uh, Argy's first day on campus. We'll take a look at uh, this video of the Argonauts. And there's kind of a little better view of his props right there. There's the front of the shield with the UWF. I mean, that's that badass. <laughs> I like the, how the I like how the helmet's got like a shield, like it's the black backdrop. You know yes. what I mean? Like it, I, feel like I think it, it makes, makes it much blue, better. It makes yeah. a blue pop out more. Yeah, I feel it like. and it so looks way good. better than like a face. I think yeah. it would correct. I mean, this guy does it all. Look at this guy. <laughs> Jeez, here we oh, go. He's, he's here we go. Now. Look at that. <laughs> they speed it up. That out. Hey, we know that sped up. Come on, UWF. We know that was sped up a little bit. We give Argy his props, though. <laughs> look at this shit. Argy, look at Argy work. Dude, you imagine how bad this would be in a mascot suit? Hey. Ooh. Wait a minute. That's kind of impressive in the suit. <laughs> oh, he hurt himself, though. Yeah, yeah. He hurt himself on that clean, though. Oh, that was no. a little too much. You gotta get wrapped up. <laughs> that is awesome, dude. Oh, he's got he's a celebrity, dude. Argy is absolutely a celebrity. Look at Argy. The Argos. Now he's just flexing on all of us. That's a lot of trophies. Uh, that is a lot of trophies. Lee. Argy though, man. The Argo Palooza. That is hilarious. Um They really love the Arg. They really do. Uh Argy certainly made it. Onto our top three, but fellas, 
This is where it gets real interesting. The top two. Number two. two, two, Number one. We think these are pretty obvious picks. Now, the order of which maybe can be debated, but these top two, I feel like, are certainly the top two for a reason, but not both of them can be number one. This one is kind of tough, fellas. But at number two on the list, it's Gus the Gorilla from Pittsburgh State. (laughs) He's so cool. Oh, my gosh. He's so cool. He knows he's cool, too. He's wearing (laughs) shades. Yeah, he does. The shades almost never come off in he all of the material that I've seen. He got he got so much swag through this picture. I just know he flipping somebody off. Like <laughs> what? I just know it. Like, what do you mean? Why is it, what gives you that like impression? He just giving me fu vibes straight off looking at him. Like I know he just a badass, bro. Nobody fuck. Nobody mess with uh, Gus. Gus. <laughs> oh, dude. Look at the shades. Bro. Can we talk too about like you're in an all like mascot suits in general? I've been in our Wildcat Willie mascot suit. It sucked. I was inside in like an air-conditioned building, sweating my ass off, let alone running out in an all-black suit with fur all over it. Somebody inside of that thing is going through it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So they get paid the big bucks, Hey, at least their eyes are protected from the sun, though. (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, guys, it's a gorilla, so they don't feel, you know, it's not a real person. It's an actual gorilla. That's true. Also, that's a good thing to take into consideration. But, Trevor, I think this was our one for a while, wasn't it? It was. It was for a long time. But things can change. Number, this is just number your guy, one, though. This no, is your dude, guy. Number one deserves Gus, it. Gus was my guy. He is still my guy and will always be my guy. <laughs> number He's one so deserves sweet. it, bro. That's lovely. It's yeah. a lovely sentiment, Trevor. Dude, Gus is you, just so cool. Like, yeah. what other mask? Who else has gorillas as their mascot? I actually don't think anyone else has gorillas as their mascot. This I think hilarious. is what makes it very unique. Kate, if you thought that picture was dope, this video you that show, I'm about to show you, you guys. Show me, I think. This exudes cool. This video exudes cool. This is the Gus experience. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him, bro. This guy is amazing. He literally does it all. That's a close-up. Dang. (laughs) But, I mean, you're right. I think this is literally the only mascot that is a gorilla, or, like, the only school that has gorillas as their mascot. Which makes it super unique, and they obviously play off of that a ton. He seems to be—I mean, all mascots are—but he seems to be a big deal down there at Pitt State. Not to mention, I mean, their you football love program him, dude. full of dogs. Look at him. He's out in the community. He's getting the student section <laughs> riled up. He's the community. Gus. What a guy! That is incredible. Love Gus, and he made this decision very hard for us, fellas. But. When you see our top pick, it just makes sense. You, the, everyone's going to understand once they see the yeah. top pick. I feel like it's undisputed. That's what we hope for. We hope. Yeah, we hope. There's always going to be... So should we cut to a commercial or... There's always going to be another... Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be, you know... This is a great time to plug something, by the way, too. If you have anything to, you know... Because people are waiting number one, number one. They're, they're, they're not going to skip it, right? So... Let's just give the people what they want. How about that? All right, that's fine, too. How about we, we get right to it? The best mascot <laughs> in all of Division Two football. Trevor, you want to do the honors? The Fighting Okra. From Delta State. What a guy. <laughs> He's just hilarious. Like, Dude, is, is that a... First of all, it's funny because like that's supposed to be a thumbs up in this picture, I think. But he's just permanently pissed. Yeah. He's permanently He wears boxing gloves. Look at the, look at the shoes on this He guy. always is wearing boxing gloves. Well, he's not just the okra. He's the fighting he's okra. He's the fighting okra. And we're going to see just in a second why he's the fighting okra. But... I mean, this is the top pick, and when we talk about, like, YouTube presence and video presence, it's a big reason why he's the top pick. Also, because, I mean, he's just a unique mascot. 
He's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's I not mean, another okra. There's not another that. fighting okra yeah. in this world. I don't we think. know that for yeah. sure. If there um, was, he would have killed them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, Dude. We need to mess around now. He is seriously awesome. This is probably the only one on our list that's been featured on ESPN commercial as well. Yeah. Yep. So, people th- I mean, you got to think about it too. Like, kids our age, you know, 20, 21 year olds, whatever, they're. They saw the same commercials we did, you know what I mean? So they they definitely saw it. Like most of our audience, I feel like, has and probably don't even know it. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like they definitely seen them on the old. They're the old ESPN commercials. One with like the good uh, ones. This is Stuart Stuart Scott and and, uh, I believe it was uh, Kevin Gandhi and L Duncan in this one specifically. But we're not gonna watch that. We're gonna watch this video, guys. Which again, need the sound on for this one. Just stop and uh, stop what you're doing and listen to this commercial from Delta State. Okra, huh? <laughs> That's a bold choice. Don't tell me you believe in that urban legend. I mean, have you ever seen the okra? <laughs> Wait, I can't stop. It's not just an okra. Oh, dude. It's a fighting okra. I mean, fear the okra. And then mm-hmm. he, d- he dumps the, the food on him. <laughs> Dude, look at how angry he is all the time. It's permanent. Like, it never leaves his face. I love it, dude. I mean, he's just hilarious. He's, I mean, he really is one of the, if not the most unique mascot in college football, college sports. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's got to be number one. Like, um, See, I already forgot number number two was because this guy's so cool. You can't forget Gus. I know. I know. You cannot forget Gus. I'm just saying, like, the okra is definitely... I feel like people. I feel. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter what people think, right? Because we made the list. But. We made the freaking list. Yeah. But like when I tell you guys, you need to stop what you're doing and YouTube. Like, what is it? What's the series called? Fear the Okra. YouTube. Fear. Like this is just one of the other ones. We're watching this. We're like, how the hell did they get cleared to do this? Punching a kid in the face is one thing. You can do that for a bit. Whatever. You watch this. We're going to review about how laminar flow from the top of the wing creates our lift that overcomes our. Who threw that? <laughs> Wait. Come on, man. It was just a paper airplane. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, Wait, how? what? Yeah, that's unreal. How are they getting away with this, bro? <laughs> And like, there's there's so many more. Like, it's absolutely absurd. I don't know if we need to if we need to watch anymore. I was gonna say the only one that I would watch is the the pool one, Trev. That I don't see on here. Do you see it? No, I can't I'm not see seeing it. it. But there's, I mean, there's like a whole deep dive that you can do with this mascot in particular. And I mean, hats off, hats off to Delta State, hats off to the Okra. That's our list, fellas. It took a lot, a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah. But I think it was worth it. Like, that was just absolutely awesome. Um, the Okra is one of the most unique mascots in college football. We can stick on the college football side of things, jump into the D2 realm, um, back into the D2 realm, I should say, with Minnesota State, Mankato, the Mavericks. They're in the NSIC, Division II squad. And, uh, guys, this is a team that, you know, since 2008, they had won eight NSIC regular cha- season championships. 
10 NSIC South Division Championships. They lost in the 2019 National Championship to West Florida. West Florida went on that run. They beat Ferris in the semifinal and then beat Mankato in the final, in the championship that year. 48-40. to It was a freaking offensive shootout. Um, and otherwise, just had, we've highlighted him a little bit, Elijah McGee, the former linebacker from the Mavericks. He was selected by the Houston Roughnecks in the XFL rookie draft. They've done a pretty good job of placing their guys uh, in some pro spots. But before we get into talking about some more of the specifics of their team and kind of the guys they return this next year, kind of taking a look at their stadium and their setup uh, over there in Minnesota, that is a look at their football stadium. And you know what? Nice. Real simple as far as setup goes, but man, it's it's just a nice setup. It really yeah. is. A lot of stands too for Division Two Stadium, I would say. Yes. Like, and they don't neglect the visiting side. No, that's what's unique, I think. I think so. Like, it's even. And you yeah. have that. You can see in the back there, there's that good portion of, of room where a lot of people seem to be at large scoreboard in this near end zone towards us. But what makes it really unique, fellas, this is something that I don't know if I've ever seen at a football stadium before, is this picture right here. Yeah, it's unreal. They're playing ice hockey out in the football yeah, and field. they're a damn good hockey team, too. They are absolutely crazy hockey team. We should have beat them. Northern should have beat them in the CCHA championship yep. this last year. Ended up blowing that thing late. But that building in the back of the end zone, pretty sweet. But the ability for them to go out and put an ice hockey rink on this thing, we know Minnesota hockey is king out over there in Minnesota. That is incredible. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Have either of you guys? No. Yeah. Uh, oh, on the football, on there, like, on their football. college football field? Um, the Big House. The Big House does it? They have done it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, that's the only other one I know of. I, I, might be, I might be wrong, but I think they have. Looking at now, heading through some of the other facilities, this is the look at the locker room, boys. Looks nice. I mean, yeah, like, let me get, hey, let me, can we get two of those chairs for the, for the studio? Y'all, we can keep the logos on them, too. I mean, we just, we just take them right from there if y'all. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. It's, really nice. it's cool. I think it's cool to have like the little like where the chairs are, like so you can sit and kind of like relax in the locker room too, if you wanted to. Absolutely. Now, what and do you think like, about? You're not like ahead. crammed right in front of your locker. Yes. What do you think about though? Like, you think those get abused? Like after practice, dude's sweaty as shit and just sits down, and those things get disgusting, or what? What do you think about that? I mean, they might probably, have a rule, but probably should. But a hundred guys. I bet in like there. I bet like it's the seniors. Like the seniors get the chairs probably. You think so? I wonder if there's like, any rules you, like that. Maybe you like earn the chair. Oh. Maybe. I'd like to see him on that. Some stipulations. What about they got like a little uh might have a little TV on this wall tucked away over here or a PS4 or something. A PS5, excuse me. Um, or something along that nature. Finally, fellas, look at the weight room as we kind of highlight oh, excuse me, all their facilities Looks of big. the Mavericks. A lot of space in there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't this. Don't know. This almost looks like a rec center type deal, but when I looked it up on their athletics facilities, this is what came up. And you can see actually behind the racks, there is a strip of turf. Mm-hmm. Can you see that kind of hiding back there? Yeah. So pretty neat. Definitely uh, some top-notch facilities over there in Mankato. And now we can dive into a little bit of what this team is all about. Now, gave you some of those stats earlier on. Let's talk a little bit about returners. Obviously, it starts at the quarterback position for just about – every team that we talk about. And this one is no different. Hayden Ecker, he's going into his junior year. He's 6'2", 205 out of St. Rita in Chicago. And this kid is someone who is certainly growing into his role at a very fast rate. When you look at his stats from last year, you're talking 10 games played, 88 attempts, and, oh no, sorry, that's rushing. Excuse me. Uh, 
115 completions for about 1,800 yards, 17 tuds, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Taking care of the ball pretty well for a kid who just played started as a sophomore yeah, in their games. That's impressive. Um, really put together a really solid stat line. And something that I really wanted to highlight for him from him, looking at his game-by-game performance when I did go through, against Colorado School of Mines, a team that we know all went all the way to the national final, in the second round of the NCAA tournament, he recorded... 377 passing yards and four touchdowns against that Mines defense. Yeah, that's... For a sophomore. That's legit. I mean, the the brightest lights, you make it to the first round of the playoffs, they get to the second round, and they play a team that we know eventually went to the national championship and lost to Ferris, and he put up really good numbers. Now, I will say, Mines was definitely more so known for that offensive attack and the way they just battered teams offensively, but that's a championship-quality team. Yeah, I mean, they still have to have a decent defense. They went to the national Oh, absolutely. More than decent. You're right. Yeah, like they, you have to have a good defense. You're not going to the national championship if you don't have a good defense. Yeah. No. Defense wins championships. Absolutely not. Now, um, yeah, not as much of a... Wrong, but. <laughs> not as much of a rushing threat as some of the other guys we've highlighted on here. Um, hundred and or Excuse me, 88 attempts last year for about 300 yards. Um, eight touchdowns, though, so definitely a red zone threat with his legs, which is uh, a big part of their game. But I don't see him being a guy that's going to run all over you. He's a guy who's a little more calculated and haven't gotten a chance to watch a ton of film on him or anything. But uh, another guy on that offense is going to make his job a lot easier. That's Shen Butler Lawson. He's back. He had 176 carries last year for over 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. He averaged almost six yards per touch. That's amazing. Just on the ground. That's unreal. That's incredible. Yeah. So the, Which, uh, the senior back is going to make his job. I mean, with a young quarterback to have a guy like yeah. that back there. I mean, he's not young anymore. He's going to be a junior, and he's played in some really big playoff games. You got I mean, you talk about at the NFL level what the formula is to win and get a young quarterback on his rookie deal and then pay the hell out of everyone around him, right? Right. College football, like the D2 level, is a little bit different, right? But It helps to have an established run game with an established running back. Absolutely. Makes it so much easier for a quarterback. Oh, yeah, it opens everything up. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, a guy that we actually posted on our graphic yesterday about the uh, East-West Shrine Bowl 1000, that would be Trey Vavil. And he's had he had quite the 2022 season. He had 38 tackles at DB over there, five PBUs, averaged 20 yards per punt return, and returned kicks for them, was a return specialist, did a lot for them in that regard in the special teams. He was first-team All-NSIC return specialist and a second-team All-NSIC DB. So he averaged 20 yards per per punt return. That's phenomenal. It's a pretty solid number. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty solid number. I mean, think about it. That's that's And fl- obviously that's took flipping, a few back. Well, that's flipping a lot of the field too. <clears throat> you know what I mean, so Yeah, he's uh he's kind of Mr. Do-it-all that's over big. there for him. Yeah. So that's uh that's a guy they definitely are loving to have back. He was a Cliff Harris Award nominee. That award goes to the top defensive player in small college football and uh definitely you know, we see a good amount of nominees, but even to get in that conversation is very impressive. And that has nothing to do with his return status, right? That is yeah. strictly defensive back. So I don't want to make it out to seem that this guy is just catching kicks and punts. He does both. But he's also a really a great threat on the defensive side of things at the DB position. He was a second-team All-American last year as well for them who's returning. Really big deal. Just got named at the Shrine Bowl 1000. That is something we highlighted. You should definitely check out the whole list. Um, but they go through and they highlight... A thousand of the most like pro eligible players 
for the Shrine Bowl at the end of the year and also like who they just give the best grades to, yeah. I believe, something along those lines. So there were uh, 10 or 11 Division II guys and about four Division Three guys that were given that honor of being in the Shrine 1000. He was one of them. I will say, fellas, they are losing two of their top three tacklers on defense. Peyton Conrad, honorable mention, All-American and first-team All-NSIC linebacker, is leaving, I do believe, along with uh, the guy we talked about earlier, Elijah McGee. We got picked up by the Roughnecks. He's out of there. That was their number one and number three leading tacklers on that defense. Big big shoes to fill for Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Defensive side of things, it gets a little bit different for them too because their old defensive coordinator, Jim Glogowski, is now the head coach at Sioux Falls. Mm. He was big time for them there. Coached a number of All-Americans, number of first-team All-Conference selections. They had a 64-14 and 14 record when Jim Glogowski was the D.C. Mankato. Oh. That is really impressive, and that's hard to do at any level of football. Now, bringing in some more defensive coaches at Mankato, the new defensive coordinator will be, uh, excuse me, it is Todd Taylor, and he is... Where's he from? Excuse me, right here... Yes, he's the new defensive coordinator. Uh, he served as the Mavericks special teams coordinator and defensive line coach in 2022. Mm. And so he is, they hired from within, promoted him up after losing their old DC. And then uh, Lavelle Jackson entering his sixth season with the Mavericks. He is the assistant defensive coordinator and defensive backs coach. So he gets a little bit of a promotion inside as well. Um, has coached up, like we talked about Vavil, but also Peyton Conrad being a DB, one of those leading tacklers. Uh, All-American honors, he was a big part of their development last year. And then finally, Austin Schmidt, who's entering his fourth season with the Mavericks. And, you know, the, a lot of new pieces, I guess, is the short way of saying, like, this defense, um, while they did keep it internal, you just got a lot of people moving, mm -hmm. changing uh, positions. I think we've been through a good amount of that. Right, having just same faces moving around different positions, is that as big of a difference or a change that uh, should warrant some skepticism and maybe some struggles early on? I mean, I feel like that whatever they've been doing, you know, the, the past whatever many years has been working. So, yeah. I feel like it's really smart of them to keep it in house, like or not like in house, but like to hire in their building. Yeah, because I just don't think like I mean the guy's been around, you know, he's been their special teams coach or whatever coach you're saying. So I really do think that like that was a, their best option. I think their that their greatest chance to succeed would be you know doing that like elevating the next guy. You think that's gonna be the next? What, however, you said his name. Yeah. I forgot what is it, how to pronounce his name. The old DC. Glogowski. Glogowski. Yeah, to be the next. You know, that's what they're always. Well, because he was coaching directly trying to underneath find the, them, right? right? You're always trying to find the next. You know, in this case, Sean McVay. You're always trying to find the next Kyle Shanahan at your own school. You know, you're yeah. always trying to you know bring the guys out to shine the brightest light. So. Totally. I don't think it'll be that much of a difference just because I know, like, how that goes personally playing at a college level and, like, just knowing that, you know, when it's when some guys are D.C., you're not just have a relationship with him, right? You, you If you're a good dude, which we got a lot of good guys, you know, that play football, you're going to have a relationship with a lot of guys. So, I mean, yeah. they probably already know him pretty well. They it's probably, interesting, too, because he takes the head coach job at Sioux Falls. That's in their conference. Yeah. So they'll be playing them um, this year, which is we can take a look at their um, some of the results and schedules last year. But before we do that, I wanted to look at the uh, NSIC standings from last year. And if we look on here in the north, obviously in the south, they were on top. But you look at the north, the outright winner last year, Bemidji State, they had themselves a year, 6-0 and in conference play. Or, excuse me. 
Uh, yeah, six and zero in division play, and then nine and two in conference. Now this year, this upcoming year in twenty twenty three, the fall. This is actually the first year I believe in a long time, or if not ever, where the NSIC teams actually have out of conference games, mm. which is mm. very interesting. Like we have talked about, yeah, we have Northern. We State. have two of them on the, on the yeah. schedule. We open with Duluth and close Northern State. Some of the teams have one, some have two, depending on I guess how their schedule shaped out. But you will see here, like you play eleven games, all eleven of them last year were in conference. I didn't realize how large, really. Yeah, there's a shit ton of teams, is, bro. Man. That's really that's so, ridiculous. So Bemidji State was on top in the north. Duluth really right behind them. Then it dropped off a little bit. You had a couple teams like uh, Northern State and Moorhead kind of battling out in the middle of the pack, but really two powerhouses there. And then you come down here, and it's almost the same case. Minnesota State was on top of this conference in pretty good control, but Winona State right behind them. They've had some really good years in recent history. Wayne State right there. Sioux Falls kind of battling it. And then you look at even a team like Augustana. Like, that is a really good squad. So there's some pretty good depth to this NSIC conference. I'm glad, personally, that uh, a lot of the GLIAC teams are going to be open to having competition with some of these schools out in Minnesota and South Dakota and all these other uh, places where these schools come from. But I need to... There's my mouse. Okay. Had to get it back here. But we can look, fellas, before we move on. Right here at the 2022 results, before we look at their schedule for this upcoming year... They finished at 10-3 and last year, 9-2 and in conference. And this first game for them last year, you'll notice, a win over Bemidji State. And we said they were 6-2 and in their division play, that being in the north. So it did not count against them, right? Because uh, Mankadia was in the south of the NSIC. And look at those first two weeks for them. They beat Bemidji State, and then they beat Duluth back-to-back. They had to be riding pretty high after I that. I combined 10 points. And Absolutely. they lose to Northern State by a lose point. Northern State by one. Holy shit! The the margin of victory here in this what a win for Northern State, dude. Holy really shit. low. Exactly. That's a huge win. Them being in the same division, obviously, or sorry, the separate division still. Um, then you go. They get back on track a little bit. Squeak, University of Mary squeak by University of Mary, dude. Like, absolutely. Yeah. And then Concordia St. Paul, and put another one in the wrong column there at Wayne State, a tough one. But again, these margins, guys. Not really that large. And you look at a team like Augustana that was nationally ranked last year. They finished 3-3 three and three in division play. That's really incredible. Like, this conference has a lot going on with it. You see some of the rankings here. Bemidji obviously being a ranked opponent. Duluth probably should have been. They ended yeah. up being a ranked opponent and made the playoffs. And then you look at Winona State, Sioux Falls, Augustana. All of these teams with the numbers in front of them. And they're winning against all of them. So this squad has a lot to look forward to. For sure. And they got a quarterback uh, in 2023. Absolutely. They got a lot to look forward to. And speaking of 2023, why don't we take a look at their 2023 schedule? They do have an out-of-conference game this year that was just finalized. We'll take a look at that. Um, it doesn't get much easier for them. Sioux Falls, Wayne State, their first two openers. Definitely that week two for them is going to be a revenge game. They get Wayne State to come at their place. Maybe Wayne State will be wearing those new black uniforms. Maybe. Maybe. Then Hopefully they number, uh, number 90 is eight sacks. Yeah. Hopefully he wears black gloves though. Hopefully not <laughs> white, white gloves. gloves. Please. He yellow, followed us. He followed us by the way on Insta. Yeah, yellow, black. That. It's not white, bro. <laughs> but moving on through their conference, you can see here they're out of conference versus Western Oregon. Western Oregon struggled quite a bit in the Lone Star this last year, so not exactly adding a whole lot of strength to their schedule. But do you really need it? No, with this conference? it's kind of like, I hate to be like biased, but it's kind of like the GLIAC in a, in a sense. Absolutely. 
that every week you're playing against a legit opponent, basically. Yeah. You're going to have four or five teams that you play that will probably be ranked at some point in the year. Yeah. Like every year, like without a doubt. And this is almost the same way. Like that's, we saw yeah, the that's what I'm saying. Year. Yeah, exactly. 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 For sure. Yeah. So interesting stuff for them. Definitely going to be a big year for the Mavericks. We're excited to, to follow along with them. If there's anything else we should know about the Mavericks, be sure to let us know. But, fellas, we can continue to uh, run through. That was all kind of our, our small Oh, can I mention something real college quick? College football today. Go for it. Um, Honorable mention for the top ten is Stomper. Oh, we didn't even. Yes, we didn't even talk about honorable mentions. But I just want to mention Stomper might be the scariest mascot in all of Division Two. He gave me nightmares for about three nights after I saw him for the first time. Just so you guys know. (laughs) He's terrifying. He really is. Do I need I think I need to pull him up real quick? You gotta pull him up real quick now. What makes him so scary though? I, I I can't even pinpoint it. It's just like you'll just have to see. (laughs) <laughs> Dude. like this is this is actually absurd like it really is um i need to pull this up here in a new tab so i can get it over to you guys look at it i think oh it's the eyes my, i think it is it's exactly the yeah, eyes Yeah, this dude is scary he shit. is terrifying like he's so scary guys it's absolutely the eyes too and i think part of it is the smile like is that like, a why, smile why is it like, so unnerving it's definitely the eyes though 100 yeah. percent that's the, that's uh, for sure. Okay, I don't want to look at him anymore. You're ready to. You're ready, ready to, be to done? leave. You're ready to be done with Stomper. He's 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 a menacing guy. That's too bad because I got a better picture for you, Trev. Look at that. Oh my god. Probably that ate, is nightmare fuel. That is absolutely nightmare ate fuel. Those children. He definitely should have. What did you want? <laughs> Dude, he's so intimidating. He has look no business being around to, this. He needs he needs like a bull ring, like a nose ring. Oh, that would not add. To, that would be worse. Bro, you know, he's a bull. That's what they have. No, he's a maverick. He's not a bull. He's a maverick. Okay, well, screw me, I guess, guys. <laughs> oh, but yes, definitely an honorable mention uh, is Stomper. He is... Just wanted to mention that. Ridiculous. That. And good good thing that you brought it up while we were while we were talking about them. But we can go... Do we go football guy of the week or we go NFL uniforms? NFL. NFL uniforms. But let's start with um, the Vikings throwbacks. These jerseys from the Vikings. Up in the north, guys. Not a, potentially for those who you know aren't into the very the details of things. Not a crazy new look for the Vikings, but we'll watch it nonetheless. Watch this little video they put out on Twitter as an announcement. They have a total belief about the Vikings who once sailed the uncharted seas from the bases of the north. The Minnesota Vikings are cut to the same jib. When the Vikings come to play, they don't run away from violence. Viking secondary also punishes people. Bruising, burling football. That's the package the Vikings have sold to all Minnesota and to the National Football League. That's dope. So you can see there, they're debuting September 10th, 2023 versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is week one matchup, I do believe, um, for the Vikings. So... I'll get a little bit of a better look at those uniforms for us so we can break them down a little more and highlight some more of the details of this look. Fellas, if it will load, Wi-Fi bear with me. And hello. There we are. The classic, they call it, right here. And you can kind of see some of those details, fellas, because off the rip, not a crazy different-looking uniform. No. Correct? 
But like we said, I think this is a nice little graphic to highlight some of those details that are Mm -hmm. going on with the different stripes um, in the helmet, having just some minor tweaks to the helmet to pay um, homage to, you know, the Vikings of the past, if you will. It was unique. I liked the video more than actually the uniforms, to be honest with you. Agreed. The The video, the the vibes in the video and the kind of the editing style was really cool. I really enjoyed that. But, I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong with the uniforms. Did you guys see that? Not crazy. The Lions took down their gray uniforms at, at uh, Allen Park and their thing. I did not they see took that. down the grays. Every all the other uniforms up except the grays. That's weird. Really? Yes. Maybe they're getting black. Like just one day, someone post like they would post it on Twitter, update or breaking news. Lions, like you know, Lions fans. Maybe they're gonna, gonna get black alternates, about, dude. So. Bro, a team that's not getting black alternates, but rather white alternates. That huh. being. The Cleveland Browns. Get on my level. Get on my level. I'm too flat. Joke too high. Get on my level. Way too strong. Way too gone. Get on my level. They can never play us. Keep up. Get your pace up. Can't stop. Won't stop. Stacked up. Won't stop. I be dropping. Undoubtedly, it's really the best Cleveland really Browns yeah, uniform for of sure. all time. The helmets are tough, dude. Yeah. Well, this is the first time I feel like they've ever changed their helmets, really. That's probably a really good point. And did I, and notice I didn't think about that enough, the, to be honest the, with you. The Cleveland Brown helmet's not on the helmet. Like, the logo itself is not on the helmet. Which is a big deal for them, like Trevor was saying. And people got pissed yep. about it. In like, 19-whatever, they got pissed about it. I remember it was a big story. I, I saw it on Twitter. Like a big story. People were outraged that they took the the Cleveland Brown helmet off. Definitely the, a great look, though. I mean, people. A lot of people were saying actually it gives like some Oklahoma State vibes. Like definitely some college uni vibes. What's yeah, weird is are they somehow throwbacks? Because it has nineteen forty six on the. It does. You correct. I wonder if I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they wore white helmets then. But <clears throat> no, they uh, definitely did not. But I do believe in like the old old days before it was like real football helmets, like the little like pigskin looking ones. Yeah. I think those might have been white for the Browns, and I think that's what they're kind of trying to tie in here. Here's some better oh, they pictures worn, yeah. of the actual uniforms themselves. Here, fellas, and yeah, I'm with you guys. Like these are just really crisp. Yeah, I mean, all whites you can't go wrong. You no, can't you go really wrong. Can't. But the clash of the the white and the dark, I think they do a really good job of. Sponsored by Dude Wipes. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit in a second. Don't worry. There's a better look at some of the details of the helmet and striping there. Really clean. Yeah, it's sick. I mean, the visor makes it look that much more That's sick, dope. too. That's a dope it shot. It looks good. That looks really good. Really good. Um, let's see here. I had something else to pull up. This full shot, essentially. Here you are. So, these are the dates that the Browns will actually wear the uniforms. The Whiteout Series, they're oh, calling okay. it. And yeah, hey, our team just do one game, bro. Like this is a, definitely very interesting. Do. So like, week two versus the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Week six versus the Forty ers and then week seventeen versus the Jets on Thursday Night Football. So you get them in September, October, and December. There you go. A little bit of a break in between. Yep. We'll get it spread out. That's a really good picture of the uniform itself, by the way. Um, but yeah, as you've noticed in some of these graphics, it says presented by Dude Wipes, and I looked into that because. The dude wipes that I know have not much to do with football. This was the statement from dude wipes. They said, we just sponsored the Browns. When the Browns told us that their iconic white uniforms were coming back, we knew we had to get involved. Dude wipes will be the official sponsor of all three games. We are no strangers to cleaning up 
the toilet, the cleaning up the poop emoji, the shit that toilet paper leaves behind, and now we can't wait to clean up the Browns. Kind of a dig on the last sentence. Is that what that no, is? No, like, like I get it, but like it just sounds interesting. Let me, like clean, like yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that number bad. one comment. Number one comment right here. Are you gonna take the Browns to the Super Bowl? And dude wipes replies. <laughs> what did they say, Trev? We're gonna protect their end zone. <laughs> Just such an L post, it's like just weird. such an L post, and all. And, and all also, regards. I didn't know, like, like bro, we get it. We've seen it everywhere. All right, here comes dude wipes with official statement. Like, all right, <laughs> no I, one gives a shit. I knew dude wipes was pop, like popular, but I didn't know they had the money to like sponsor, sponsor NFL. Games. They've been around. Yes. They've been around, bro, for a couple years now. Well, You've been yeah. using them or what? No, I'm just saying. Like, you seen the commercials? We all seen them. Shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. We all seen them. We've got one more video to react to. This one coming out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers camp. Uh, and we're not going to watch this whole one because it's three minutes long, which is absurd. But I'm going to actually probably just mute this one, guys, and kind of scrub through it because unless you guys really want to, I'm not trying to watch a three-minute long video right now. Not really. No. But, again, really cool aesthetic. They did this with the um, – Especially the Bucks. The other reveal. Yeah, for the Bucks, the creamsicles. I mean, it's such an iconic look for them. They pay homage to it. You can see the, the logo, right? Here, that's that. I need. I need one of those. That logo right there is iconic. That's a really sweet logo. As long as Brady's, I mean, good thing Brady's not on the team. Well, anymore. when I see that, I don't think Brady. <laughs> I think like all. I know. I'm just saying. I'd, I mean? I'd probably have to leave the room watching this video. Because you know, to have him in there seven hundred thousand times. They probably still have him in there. Dead ass. Brady's probably in this video. Mike Evans, look who that is. You see? You catch that? You catch that, boys? You got the new guys in the block, and then neither of you know who that is. That they're GM. Allsworth. Allstott. Yeah, oh, same is it? thing. Allsworth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's Mike Allstott. That's the man. That's the man himself. That's the dude. Um, but it's kind of neat because it's like the new guys in the block pulling up, and then they've got, you know, the old grizzly vet Allstott, and he's, like, letting them into this, I don't know what the hell this is, some type of club or Brady's something. Brady's coming. Don't worry. And uh, he gets the bag, basically. It's this whole story, right? And they get to start putting the, the cream school unis on. Those are so sweet. Goblin right there. And now we can watch some of this because this is sick, dude. This might be my favorite. The Browns are dope, but this might be my favorite of the three that we're looking at today. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Here we go. A little bit of a grand reveal action. Give it to us. That is hard. So Gosh, sweet. those look good. The set for this. I mean, imagine being on set shooting this, dude. That is so sick. It's a really cool setup they did. I like the video. They're so They look so good. <laughs> you don't like them, Kate? I mean, I'm not going to like them when they wear them because it's against the Lions. I hope he shit all over them. There's a good, like, last. I didn't know that. Yeah, the only time they wear them is against the Lions. There's a good, like, last scene right there with the four of those guys in it. The lighting does a lot, too. Um, obviously, they catered that <laughs> to that. But let's get, before we move on, just some quick actual pictures of the uniforms and what they look like because it's kind of hard. They didn't give us some like straight details there, but here's like a good more retro design based off of that posted by the NFL. And this is the guy who was not featured in the video. Old Baker yeah. and Kyle Trask also made an appearance in this. The like retro card is really hilarious, but that's what the jerseys will look like. I like them. I think they're pretty sick. Think Baker cool, buys into it really good too. I think they look sick. Yeah. Baker's like definitely all in on the roll. You know what I mean? Trask is just there because he's his manager said he had to be. 
But Baker's like really bought into this role. Like he's the character right now. Yeah, it looks like he's well, about to start he, State Farm commercials or what? He's what, better what, at all state. He's better at state doing Farm. commercials and things like this and playing football. So, sorry, True Carpenter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's go, football guy of the week. Bert, this is, we've had more than enough shit today. Holy cow! Yeah, um, I think like it's endless. <laughs> well, we're not, so you can suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> football guy of the week today. We want to highlight guys that embody the toughness, the grit of football, and sometimes the stupid nature of football. And you know what? I think with that being said, Trevor, do you want to start with your pick? Yeah, we'll go with mine first. For then. football guy of the week. So I really think this just embodied it. That, and let's be clear. Um, guidelines were not explained at all. thoroughly. Just so you know, not it's at all. It's our first week, all right? So they'll be better as we get going. It's our first week. Look at this clown. So as you can see, talk about football guy of the week, Trevor. Please explain. This guy caught a tuna and he wanted to give him a release, <laughs> so he chose to jump in with the tuna. I'm, could you like, him. if you didn't have a life jacket on, like, I'm seriously because fish have a shit ton of power, bro. Uh, a tuna that size would that has take a him ton with them? Of power. Like, if you would actually held on, held yes, on? Yes, okay, hundred percent. Okay, absolutely. Look at it. He merely hold on, dude. To that it. thing yes. is freaking huge. He com- he absolutely commits to the bit though. Like that's oh, a yeah. full dive. He had to have a couple of drinks in him. A couple. You think? I mean, he, yeah. He took like a boss. He did, but like, why? Like, was this a bet? I mean, he he grabbed it by the. Do you have any backstory on this? He trip? didn't have a. I don't. He, dude, he didn't have a life jacket on. No. He's so he's he just, just, he's just a football guy. That's why. Okay, he's just, yeah. He's just a football guy. Yeah. A dumb but a football guy, nonetheless. Um, I will I will follow that one up with a little bit more. My take on it this week a little bit different, but it still embodies some of the stuff that we talked about: the toughness, the grit of being a football guy. Um, but again, a little bit more of a wholesome take on the football guy bit. I know you guys might have seen this with me as well. Yeah. This and dumb. this is Brixton Woods. They did a feature on him the other day. It was absolutely awesome. Just It says here, the tweet from Sports Center says, just six months after being diagnosed with leukemia, Brixton Woods, who is now in remission, congrats to him and his family, had his wish come true by scoring touchdowns and hitting the gritty with Bengals star wide receiver, Jamar Chase. And... Brixton, if you watch the whole video, has the whole feature they did, has this whole hospital room decked out with all kinds of Bengals memorabilia, memorabilia, excuse me, and even had a sign on the door that says no Chiefs fans. That's the best part. (laughs) This is hilarious, dude. In the the video, they say, like, that was hit. Like, he wanted that. Oh, absolutely. His dad did. All his idea. Like, the, yeah. Pretty hilarious. Yeah, I watched this video, dude. This yeah. is freaking awesome. And so this why had, sports is like this is a great like this is why football is the greatest. They had posted about it, you know, and and that brought the attention of the Bengals. They stumbled upon this kid who was going through leukemia and obviously trying to do anything to keep him in great spirits. And when we talk about football guy, not there's not a a more indicative level of toughness and resilience and all these type of things than going and beating leukemia's ass. Shout out to Brixton. Really sweet. Um, I don't have the the audio. This is part of the the full story here, but I will fast forward a bit. This is the announcement when he was told that he'd get to go meet Jamar Chase, and then they go and travel, hop on the plane together. And I really do suggest you watch the whole video. Look at the look at my guy. They got my guy kitted out his own locker, his own jersey. custom jersey in the Bengals locker room with the number one too, because he's a Jamar Chase fan. Abs- I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Then heading into the stadium, here's his guys. He gets to break it down after practice. He says it like three times. He kind of messes it up because he's so excited. Like, he's just so excited to be there. You can just watch 
they tell him to say like Hude on three, but he look look at the guys' faces. They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Dude, he's just so excited that he couldn't even get it out in the first rip. Um, but then Jamar and a couple of the other guys end up spending time with him uh in the stadium in the end zone, throw a couple touchdown passes, do a little dance and just about awesome. everything, dude. What a football guy. Really cool. Sure. Absolute football guy, sure. Brixton is. Love it's to really, see it. It's really cool. Um, good luck following those two, Cade. What do you have? What do you have? Do you want to explain what you have for us today? Well, like I said, it wasn't like any guidelines, but like people, I feel like I feel like our audience will Resonate understand yeah. and they'll like it. Um, Michael Block. Obviously, we've seen the surgeons of DJ Khaled. Let's go golfing. <laughs> but uh, Michael Block, the yeah, for was those it, who don't know, he was was he the, was it the U.S. Open or the PGA was it the PGA Championship? I believe it was the PGA Championship. Yes. He came in, and I mean, he th- guys think about your local country club, local golf course, and then you know how there's there's there's, there's golf pros in the in the clubhouse. This guy is one of one of those guys. He's a golf pro. He goes on a PGA Championship, has a top fifteen finish. So now he gets to you know play in next year's event and makes two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. And now I mean, he has. Everyone know the whole the black hole in one. I mean, it, it shook the world, basically. It basically shook the world. But I mean, this is my pick because here's DJ Khaled and Michael Black, and I mean, you can't make this shit up. Just watch it. <laughs> right in. God, dude. Let's go, go, baby! Go. Let's go! Oh, the camera stays on Khaled, though. Like, why is it on Khaled? He ain't hit it. Hey, Khaled's more excited than Mike. Did you see him jump on him like a yes. koala? <laughs> like he's a koala. Doing, he's too damn pickleback. You gotta see. You gotta pause it when he's like when he's jumped into his arms, dude. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is he thinking? <laughs> Look at Box's legs shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, he was not ready for that, dude. I mean, come on. He's way he too big bo- for that, dude. But, I mean, I just thought it was just a great video. I mean, you can't beat that shit. I mean, DJ Khaled's like, he's doing a great thing for the game of golf, though. He really is. He's bringing new energy, new vibes, like, new audience. That's funny, dude. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. good. We had, a, we had a little bit of everything. Stupid, really wholeheartedly, kind, yes, and then, kind, and then just what would you memes. Call the, yeah, memes. Like Michael Block and best. DJ Khaled, bro. Like, and that's so random for them to be what? golfing together. Why? That is like a, the collab that nobody asked for. But everyone needs. Everyone needs. All right, last piece here, fellas. NFL running back market? No, I think we're going to scoop, scoop, skip over that for All today. Right. Well, I really had a good graphic, though. Well, sorry, pal. It's we're going to talk about... The Jacksonville Jaguars and their new $120 million headquarters because why not? I mean, look at some of the the pieces right here and some of the specs. We'll take a look at some of these images from front office sports. Shout out front office. 125,000 square feet, new locker rooms, medical training facilities, full swing golf simulator because obviously you need that. Yeah. Office spaces, draft rooms, pro shop, two grass fields, one indoor field. What? Pretty big stuff. And some of those are like, what the hell do you need a pro shop for an HQ? Nice indoor field right there. I need some tees and shit for the uh, full swing golf simulator. That is legit. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on, dude. Oh, my gosh. What are we doing? That's incredible. How about the sign in the background? That's dope. 
I mean, this is just renders, correct? But like, is it? Is it they no, opened that, it. Is that, no, this they is real. Op- this is Kobe, real. They opened their new. Hunt, yes, like, sorry, they're, that's real. That's real. I, look, holy it looks shit! Too good to be true to me. Yeah. So they have a big tarp over it the whole time, like no one can see it. <laughs> they do a ribbon cutting and the whole yeah. thing is unveiled. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Cartoon Network when you when you involve a new city and they just like do the grand <laughs> opening and rip it off. <laughs> um, a couple more images here though. We can kind of buzz through them, but man, like this is interesting. The, Pools. Why this looks more like a resort than an NFL facility? So happens when you go to the playoffs. I guess, right? Is that the, is this the playoff effect? Duval? Maybe. Duval. Really, though, like this, if you showed me this out of context, this would not be my first thought as a college or NFL football facility. This would no. be, oh, this is like an upscale resort somewhere. Like, is this a commercial for sandals? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Like someone, no, it does. like a nice tan man and woman might come walk into this with some uplifting music in the background. Looks like a perfect day at Coco Cay. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty dope. That's sick. Always there and never Sweet given. Way. That weight room is huge. Again, though, this looks like a, a really nice local rec center. Do they not have a weight room already? I don't know. That's probably unreal. This looks like a local rec like a really nice one, but a local rec center. I'm very, it's very interesting to me. You know what I mean? Because it's a new wave. Is that just me or no? Like, there's not a lot of branding going on. Not a ton, no. If the AFC logo prominently displayed. Maybe it's not completely finished yet. Potentially, but it's open. I mean, what else can they freaking add? A pool? No, I'm saying, No, we just like, looked at those, actually. Like, I don't know. Oh, okay. yeah. They do have pools. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. It does <laughs> look like a really nice rec center. It does. It's very interesting to me. I don't I don't know why that uh, that is the case. But, yeah, we'll skip over the... NFL running yeah, back thing fine. has kind of been chewed to bits already by everyone else. Yeah. But, uh, hey, I said shout-out to Front Office Sports, but how about us beating Front Office Sports the punch twice now? We should have a counter in the studio. I'm going to start um, – every time I tweet something, I'm just going to copyright it. So, like, if anything – if anyone – can't do that. Well, I'm going to start it. You can't. Because – You literally can't. I mean, this post has, like, thousands and mil- like a million views, and I literally just tweeted the same thing last week. You literally cannot copyright it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Good pod, though. Good job. Good pod. We've got a great guest coming on uh, Thursday show or Friday's episode, as you'll listen to it. The head coach from SUNY Morrisville will talk about all the black turf that you saw on our previous uh, episode. That's going to be a really exciting one. So thank you, boys. Been a good one. Appreciate you.